I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. Lad and the crew are starting work on a whole new set of pins. They're replacing some old ones his father built back in the day, and it's a pretty big undertaking. So I'm delivering a rib stickin' Mexican-style working lunch with fabulous grilled chicken, a big pan of refried beans, delicious cheesy chili dip, pico de gallo, and a big vat of refreshing homemade lemonade. This is gonna be one great pickup picnic for the hungry pen builders. Welcome to my frontier. We have an old set of pins on our ranch, and my husband, Lad, has been wanting to rebuild them for quite a while. Well, today is the big day the project begins. The family and all the cowboys are pitching in. It's gonna be a pretty big job, so I'm gonna deliver them a big Mexican-style meal and line it up on the back of the pickup. I'm gonna start by marinating a whole bunch of chicken. I'm making pollo asado, which is one of my favorite Mexican dishes. It's basically just really, really flavorful grilled chicken, and it's so good. All right, I've got about half a cup of fresh lime juice, half a cup of fresh lemon juice, I have been juicing away, and a cup of fresh orange juice. It smells so good in this kitchen, I love citrus. And then I'll add about a cup of olive oil. Glug, glug, glug. Okay, and then I'll just add salt and pepper. And that's pretty much all there is to the liquid part. I'll just whisk this together. These old pins have been around for quite a long time. They're referred to as Papa's pins. And that's because when my father-in-law Chuck came home from college one summer, his big job was building this set of pins. The pins were on his grandfather's land. He called his grandfather Papa, and that's why they've always been called Papa's pins. And even though we're rebuilding them, we're still gonna call them Papa's pins. Okay, now I'll set this aside. Now I've got some other things to put in with the chicken while it marinates. I'm just gonna quarter some peeled onions. Now I've got eight cloves of garlic, and I'm just gonna smash each clove. Whack it, not too hard, or it'll fly across the kitchen like it just did. <laughs> Alrighty, that just breaks open the garlic cloves so the flavor really comes out. Okay, I have 16 chicken legs in each bag, so 32 total. And I'll just put half the onions in each bag. And then half the garlic goes in each bag. Okay, now because I want as much flavor to get into the chicken as possible, I'm gonna take all of my juiced fruit and throw them into the bag. Can't hurt. The more citrus flavor, the better. I think citrus is my favorite smell on earth. It is just divine. All right, the bags are about as full as they can get. So I'll give the liquid another whisk and then I'll just pour half of it into each bag. First half, and the rest. Okay, then I'll just seal the bags, make sure they're sealed nice and tight. I wouldn't want this coming apart in my fridge. Okay, there's one big bag of chicken. And seal the other one. Now, I wanna make sure the chicken is all coated, so I'll just kinda turn them around, squish them, make sure all the ingredients are totally combined. 
All right, these are sufficiently squished. Now I'm gonna get these into the fridge, let them marinate for a good couple of hours. The chicken's gonna get nice and tender, nice and flavorful, and then I'll finish them off on the grill. To go with lunch, I thought I'd whip up some homemade lemonade. There is nothing better than lemonade you make yourself, and on a hot day like this, it's super refreshing. I've just been filling this big container with two gallons of water, and then I'll just throw everything in here. I have four cups of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and boy, are my arms tired. That took a while. Okay, now for the sweetness, I made a syrup of four cups of water, four cups of sugar. I just heated it on the stove until it was all combined, slightly thick. Okay, then I'll just put in a couple of sliced lemons. Just let the lemon slices float on top. Now this mixture as it is, is really tart and strong, but at the pins, I'm gonna put it into a vat filled with ice, so I have to allow for the ice to dilute it just a little bit. Now that's all there is to it. I'm just gonna chill this for a couple of hours. Up next, chili con queso, a huge favorite with the kids and cowboys. Then I'm turning back the clock to share how Lad and Cowboy Josh demolished the old pins. I've had a couple of hours to get a few chores done around the lodge. I've gotta get back to lunch here in a sec. The guys have been building pins all day and they are gonna be hungry. All right, watering's all done. Now while I get all organized in the kitchen, this would be a great time for me to tell you about the day some time ago that Lad and Josh first knocked down the old pins. Lad's father, Chuck, built the pins when he was home from college and they were on their last leg. So Lad and Josh headed down there a while back to tear them down. Well, you got these cut off? Let's load them up. Lad and Josh had a lot of clearing to do, blow torching and carting off the old gates. I hated running this little short gate when I was a kid. I hated this thing, man. Oh, see, it's still difficult. So they brought in the heavy equipment. You wanna cut that gate off and I'll go down there and get the dozer? Yeah. Lad used the bulldozer to dig a great big hole. Then he knocked down all the rotten wood fences and the old wooden posts. It's so amazing to think of the generations that got to use those old pens, but the time has finally come to replace them. We gotta get all the wood cleaned out and then we'll put all the old wood fence in the hole. That way we can burn it. That was just one day of the demolition, so you can see it's been a pretty big job from the start. It took the guys a little while to clear all the old stuff out of there, so I know they're gonna be really excited to start work on the new pins. Okay, I'm gonna move forward with lunch. I've got a big Mexican theme going, and to go with everything, I'm making chili con queso dip. I love chili con queso. It's technically a dip, and I'm gonna take some chips for the guys to eat it with, but it's also gonna be part of the whole spread. They can spoon it over the chicken, whatever it is on their plate. I love this stuff. I chopped up a large yellow onion and I've been browning it in just a little bit of vegetable oil. And I added a whole roll, a pound of breakfast sausage. It's hot sausage and this is what sets the chili con queso apart from the regular stuff, which is usually just a cheese dip. This has meat in it, it's got some chilies. This stuff is very habit-forming, so enter at your own risk. Okay, I've got the sausage all broken up. 
Now, the key ingredient in any chili con queso, of course, is cheese. And I use this stuff that needs no introduction at all. And I'm just gonna cut it up into big cubes. I have a lot of practice with this. <laughs> my kids love this stuff, my husband loves it. I make chili con queso anytime there's a big football game going on. Even a couple of my kids can make this themselves. I figure if I can equip my children to make chili con queso, I've done my job as a mother. Okay, I'm just cutting this into big squares. And then this is gonna go right into the pan with the sausage. Now I'll break up the cubes and just throw this right in. I'm gonna turn the heat to low. I don't want it to burn. That's the beauty of this stuff. It melts a lot more smoothly than any other cheese you can find. Okay, now I'll just stir this in and let it start to melt. Okay, and while it melts, I'll chop up a fresh jalapeno just to add some nice heat. I'll cut off the top and bottom and I'll cut it into quarters. Now, so it's not too overwhelming spice-wise, I'll cut out the membranes and get rid of most of the seeds. You do want the queso to have a little bit of spice, but not too much. And then I'll just slice up the jalapeno and dice it up. Okay, the jalapenos are nice and finely diced. Now the cheese is looking absolutely perfect. It's creamy and dreamy and divine, just what I expected it to be. Now, another essential ingredient to chili con queso is a can of tomatoes with diced chilies. And I put the juice in because that's where a lot of the flavor is. But this also gives the chili con queso great texture, nice bits of tomato and chili. I love the green chili component, so I also add another couple of cans of just diced green chilies. Of course, you can roast your own chilies, peel them, dice them, <laughs> but this is so much easier. Okay, stir that around, and then for heat, I'll add the diced jalapenos. All right, I'll just make sure it's all stirred together. It looks absolutely wonderful. Great with chips, great with most anything. Okay, now I'll just put the lid on, and then I'll warm it up again before I head to the pins. To go with everything, I'm making a big batch of refried beans. Everyone I know loves refried beans. I've just been grating up some cheese. Now, the base of the refried beans is a big old pot of cooked brown beans. I got them on earlier today because they take a little while to cook. They're really good. So all I did was throw six cups of rinsed pinto beans into a pot with some thick cut bacon that's been cut into one inch slices. Then I poured enough water over the top to cover the beans by a couple of inches. Then I brought it all to a boil, reduced the heat to low, and simmered the beans until they were fork tender with the lid on. Okay, the beans are really, really tender and the cooking liquid is really thick. That's just the way I want them. Now I'm just gonna do a deep knee bend, <laughs> pick up the pot and just pour them all into this skillet. Now, I've had some butter and onions in the skillet. The onions have been cooking. They're nice and translucent and the butter is sizzling away. Goodness, that's heavy. <laughs> Get the pot back. Now, I'm gonna add some seasonings to the beans, a little salt and pepper, and then I'll add a good tablespoon of chili powder. Just adds a great zip. Okay, now I'll just stir this up. I've got the heat on about medium high. I want the beans to sizzle in those onions and butter. Okay, now I've got my potato masher, which today is a bean masher, and I'm just gonna mash the beans 
Not gonna mash them all the way, but I want them to get a nice, somewhat smooth consistency with still some great texture. And that's all there is to refried beans. They are so delicious and they go with every Mexican dish you can imagine. If the beans seem to get dried out, just pour in a little bit of hot water and you can keep doing that until you serve them. The original refried beans actually call for lard in the skillet before you pour them in, but I chose better. It's all about healthy choices, <laughs> or not. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna stop there. They look perfect. Okay, now I'm gonna stir in two cups of sharp cheddar cheese. And this is gonna add, of course, great cheesy flavor, but also nice moisture for the beans. Okay, I'll just stir until it's all melted. Oh, this looks so good. Okay, that's it, except I like to put on top a few slices of jarred jalapenos. That way, if somebody doesn't want any, they can just pick around them. Okay, now I'll just keep these warm until lunchtime. All right, I'm gonna get the chicken on the grill. My husband usually is the griller around here, but since he's working, it's all on me. And I really like grilling when I'm doing a large quantity of meat like I am today. Keeps the mess outside. I lit the grill about 30 minutes ago and I let the flames die down until the coals were nice and white. And then I oiled the grill. I had an old rag and I just spread vegetable oil over the surface so the chicken wouldn't stick. I'm gonna get all these on. They're gonna cook for about 10 to 12 minutes until they're all done in the middle. They'll have a nice color on the outside. Grilling really is handy when you're cooking a lot of meat for a whole lot of people. I have always loved this grill and Lad really loves it. We got it from our good family friend, Dave Ricky, and he brought my father-in-law one of these grills once. And when my husband took one look at it, he said, I must have one of those grills. So a couple months later, Dave showed up with a grill for my husband. This chicken totally fits the bill for the guys. They're gonna love it. Okay, the chicken's all on. Now to go with the chicken, I've got a whole bunch of flour tortillas. I wrapped them in aluminum foil and I'm just gonna stick them on the grill and let the grill warm them up. By the time the chicken's done, they'll be ready. And I'm gonna serve a whole bunch of fresh pico de gallo. Pico de gallo is like a condiment around here. We go through gallons and gallons of the stuff. It goes with everything and it couldn't be easier to make. I just chop a whole bunch of Roma tomatoes and throw them into a big bowl. And then I add the same amount of chopped onion. After that, I add a good amount of chopped cilantro, sprinkle in a little salt, squeeze in a good amount of lime juice. And then at the end, I add some finely diced seeded jalapenos for a little spice. Then I just stir it all together and it's perfect. Pico de gallo is my life. I seriously love the stuff. Okay, the chicken's all done. It looks fantastic. It smells wonderful. It's gonna go great with the tortillas and the pico de gallo, refried beans. This is gonna be one awesome lunch. All right, I'm gonna get this off the grill, go pack everything up, and then head to the pins. Hey guys. Hey, honey. You hungry? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Come and get it. You starving or what? Hey, what's in there? Okay, so baby. Oh, it's like a ton of them. Good. Dig in, guys. You want some chicken? Here, I'll give it for you. I like it. Right. 
Chuck, I like making you good food. Well, the boys can count me out this afternoon. 